0: Submit your faith story or prayer request today at jennifer-jackson.org. You're listening to Simply for Women.
1: Pam Waugh. She is with us today. You will love her. She's a spiritual coach. She's a mentor. This is a very insightful conversation that I am sure you are going to be blessed by. She was a very successful business entrepreneur and has now come and she has joined the Church Next Door staff. So we welcome her. We're so thrilled to have her. But most of all, besides her business skills, is her heart. She has a heart for the Lord. You're going to grow today. Listen
0: in. We have to have people in our lives that we trust with our hearts.
1: And I think that's key. I think uh, what was coming to my mind was the scripture in James, you know, and he talks about confess your sins to one another
0: mm-hmm.
1: and having that person in your life where you can talk about all the junk, all the crap, all the hard things. Yes. Because yes. Because I know for me, I had to have someone process that mm-hmm. with me. Yes. That me was too. confidential and private and godly and had wisdom and had experience. Amen. And I don't think you can shortchange that process. Mm-mm.
0: No, you can't. I think um, a lot of people will go, okay, I'm done. I'm healed. I'm, and and when we say that, then we've kind of just shut the door again, mm-hmm. right? Because I believe like there's layers. It's an onion. And I always say an onion makes you cry, right? When you're cutting that onion up, mm-hmm. but there's layers. So there will be moments in my life. Where I'm like, oh my gosh, I feel so much better here. But it was only the layer that God knew I could handle at that moment, Right. So, you know, um so there were other moments like my the big boulder that was I call I, I always say we're born with this wagon. Mm-hmm. Okay. And um, behind us, we have this wagon and we're just skipping along as little kids. Right. And then something goes on our wagon.
1: Oh, that's a little heavier.
0: Right. Then another one, then maybe a tiny little pebbles, but big stones, maybe boulders. Right. Mm. And you know, like my, the divorce was boulders for me. Sure. So I had to chip away, but each time I chipped at the boulder, it got a little lighter. That's good. Right. So it's definitely, um, a lifetime process, It's where we are and what we can handle. I say, God never pushes us over a cliff. No, no. Right? In our healing. You know, it might feel like, things were going on in there, but he doesn't push us.
1: Well, I have a lot, you know, as a pastor's wife, I have a lot of women that will come and they'll say, well, I don't want to dig up the past or I can't go back to the past. And I, I agree. You don't want to live in your past and you mm-hmm. don't want to dig up something mm-hmm. that God's already healed and hang out there and, you know, no, play around right. there. But if you've never gone back and taken mm-hmm. the time and the effort and the work and cleaned up the past and you right. expect to be healed and whole, it's, it, it just doesn't work that way. At some point you have to do, and I call it a spiritual inventory of your entire life mm-hmm. and go through with a mm-hmm. fine tooth comb and make mm-hmm. sure, you know, did I honor God in every way? Did I, where, where did I need to forgive and who harmed me? And let's, let's work it all out. And mm-hmm. then you have this clean slate. Oh, and you're yeah. going forward, and it's, you just kind of, you know, I think about Peter where he says, you know, to the Lord, wash all of me, and, and Peter's like, no, our God's like, I just want to wash your feet. Jesus, is like, I just need to wash your feet, Peter, mm-hmm. because he's in this dusty earth. Mm-hmm. We're all in this dusty earth, so there's going to be yes, things going forward. There are oh, absolutely. that we still need to forgive, that we, you know, areas of our character that we're working on. Mm-hmm. So many mm-hmm. things that we want to be in process, mm-hmm. and so I think that teachable. That's so important.
0: It is so true because I can, and we have to be able to be humble to say, oh, ew, okay, oh, that was ugly I didn't in do me. so good there, right? What do I need to do? I can remember as I was going through the process of learning to forgive others that I had to forgive myself because of my brokenness, I was, you know, wounding other people too, mm-hmm. right? We do that. Or like, you know, my wagon, I have my wagon empty, but what did I put on somebody else's wagon? <laughs> You know what I mean? Right. Or, you know, what, what damage did I do in the process? And so I can remember I sat down, I said, God, I want to make sure that other people understand that I'm sorry. Yeah. And I literally sat down and I wrote, um, in my journal, everything that I could think of that bothered me that I did to maybe somebody else. And you carry that. So you don't know it because you're feeling bad, but you put it on your wagon and you carry it behind you. So it's still heavy. And I wrote. Letter after letter after letter. I mean, even like I forgot to pay somebody for Tupperware, Mm. and that but but I carried it. Yes, the the guilt I carried it. I said, God, yeah, I want it all cleaned up. Even if it's the Tupperware for seventeen dollars, I sent her a check and I told her I'm so sorry. That was five years ago. Mm -hmm. Mm
1: -hmm. Wow. Oh, that's so powerful, right? What's it like to walk free? What's it like?
0: Why would somebody
1: want to walk free? Um,
0: yeah. Yeah. Why would they? Right. That's a really good question. We think it's easier to walk in our dysfunction because what I, what I find is a lot of people go back to dysfunction because that's what we know. Right. Yeah, that's okay. The pattern, the it's comfortable.
1: Or it's a badge.
0: Yeah. Or it's a badge. So we can say, yeah, look at me me or whatever. And when I work with people, you know, um, I always say, um, freedom is like priceless and I don't think you understand it until you feel a smidgen of it. Mm-hmm. So as we start to allow God into the little drop of freedom, then we want the cup of freedom. Yeah. Then we want the bucket of freedom. Then we want the ocean of freedom. And it's like, it's like swimming in that pool. Right. With him, the living water and allowing him to we're free. We're his Mm -hmm. babies. We're Mm -hmm. his children. He's like and he's so happy. He's like giggling, you know, like, look at them. Oh, my gosh. That's what I wanted for them.
1: I think setting down the striving and realizing that God wants to enjoy us.
0: Mm-hmm. I do like that mm-hmm. picture
1: of swimming because God wants to enjoy our lives. He wants to be in relationship. I mean, he even says he's our friend. He wants yes. to, Yes, we, we serve together. We're coworkers. Mm-hmm. We're, I mean, yes, he's our father. Yes, he's our leader. Yes, he's the one we honor and praise, mm-hmm. but he's also alongside us and join us. Amen. And I don't think we can earn his,
0: favor. That's all been covered on the cross. Amen. And I think um that was something I really had to work through because it was so, I, I feel like we have patterns in our brain. So, you know, God created us with a brain um, and the word of God says, renew your mind daily. So to stay free, we have to be vigilant for our hearts. Yes. We have to be vigilant for our minds. Freedom- How do you do that? What, what does your life look like on, with those patterns? Are there Yeah. So, um, I'm honest. First of all, I stay honest. I stay real. Even when I go to speak, I'm real. I'm like, I want people to know, or like, you know, I'll have victims of human trafficking that I work with sometimes, or people who have been just victimized or whatever. And I'll say, read my book, come back. Cause they're like, you don't understand. I'm like, read my book, come back. If you feel like it. And they're like, you understand. Right. So I think I have to be real, real about where I've come from when I'm honest with myself. Cause truth, Set you free, guys.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Huge truth will set you free when we start to deny what happened to us or cover up what happened to us or whatever that is. It's not truth, right? Yeah. And when we can dive into truth, it does set us free. Um, so I think it's important. To have truth in our lives, but I think the the first thing you have to do, though, is know God's love mm-hmm. for you to be able to do that. And I love Ephesians because I and I want to read this because yeah, I, I feel like it. this is kind of my my theme. And it's kind of funny if you're here, you can't see, but it's my Bible has fallen apart <laughs> in this in hey, this point, and it's all marked up. Right? It's because, important to have a hard copy, right? You you know a know digital mean? and a hard copy because this verse means means so much. To me, and I think, um, you know, it was Ephesians, and, and Paul was talking to them, but it's just powerful, because it says, you know, I kneel before the Father, right mm. there, right? I kneel before Him, right? And I wasn't able to do that. Audience of one. The Father, right? From whom His whole family in heaven and on earth derives its name. See, I had my name from Him. Mm. He tells me who I am. He says who I am. And I pray out of... The, his glorious riches, he may strengthen you with power through his spirit and in your inner bearing, being. So mm. we've got to let him into that inner mm. place. Right. And, and his power, you know, with his spirit. And so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you being rooted and established in love may have power. So see, you get the power from being rooted and established and knowing he loves you right? That's where power comes from together with all the saints to grasp how wide and long and high and and deep (laughs) is the love of Christ and to know his love that Mm. surpasses knowledge. I think this is really important because I think what happens when we first accept Jesus, we go to the knowledge. Okay. I got to live this way. I got to do this. I got to go. And we miss that relationship the love, the, the, um, the deepness of him. And so it says that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. Mm,
1: That's a great passage. Mm -hmm. You ever just sit in his presence? I love that I kneel before the father
0: Mm -hmm. all the time. So, um, when I'm anxious, I say, okay, God, I need to sit with you when I'm struggling with something. Okay, God, I need to sit with you. I'm there at his feet. I, you know, I'm at Jesus feet. I just think of Mary, how she was at (laughs) Jesus feet knowing, you know, who he was. I just sit at Jesus feet and, um, you know, God is there. They're all there, right? The Holy spirit is there so we can sit with all of them. And I do find that, um, we all kind of relate to the three parts of God in a different way. Sure. You know, so God, the father might be scary, Mm -hmm. but Jesus is like our friend, Mm -hmm. you know, and the Holy spirit's kind of like comforting and maybe like a grandma or mother we had or whatever, you know, like God loves to say, come to me. However you can. Yes. Just come to me. And when
1: you're sitting, you're not doing, you're sitting.
0: Yeah. Right. (laughs) And Mm -hmm.
1: release it to him. Mm-hmm. and give it to him and yep. let him carry it. Yes. I do like God the Father for the strength. Yeah, Sometimes right? I think, you know, <laughs> I need I need God the Father today. This is too heavy to carry. You can, yeah. You can carry
0: this one. Mm-hmm. I love that. Right? So the, the attributes of God are so amazing. We hope that today's show has been a blessing to you as you seek to simply live out your faith.